Oh, wait, what did you say you were going to do about J-Lo? We'll talk about J-Lo. Oh, okay. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Um, get your haterade. Get a hello, big glass hello. of it. Get it ready. Uh, it's better than butter. I'm Bradley Butter. That's right. And I'm Manny Butter, the movie guy. <laughs> Manny the Butter guy. Uh, welcome to the uh, podcast, Manny the Movie Guy. We get uh, quite a weekend. It's quite a weekend. There's a remake, a sequel, and new on streaming. So let's begin with Doolittle. Have you ever seen a Doolittle movie? Uh, the I saw the Eddie Murphy one. Oh, that was that's, that's the one with the hamster that talks, right? The hamster in the lab, right? <laughs> yeah, all of them. The guinea pig, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, first there was fifty-three years ago. Before he, I was, was it Rick born. Moranis? Who was no. that? Was it? Oh yeah, wasn't Rick Moranis in one too? And I think Chris Rock was in there too because I was watching a trailer of it recently, and I'm like, oh, I think. Was it Chris Rock there? No, wait, no. Rick Moranis was Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. <laughs> yes, one and two. Uh, yeah, I, sure. But 53 years ago, there was Rick's, Rex Harrison's version, the original. And then 22 years later, there's Eddie Murphy. 22 years ago, there's Eddie Murphy's. Now we get this mess, a jumbled storyline that will confuse little kids. But Robert Downey Jr., though. I know, um, but he, his talent is wasted, hmm. and, uh, and so is your time. <laughs> your time will be wasted. Inspired by the voyages of Dr. Doolittle by Hugh Lofting, um, Dr. Doolittle is played by Robert Downey Jr. He's Dr. Doolittle. He talks to the animals, and when we first see him, he's all depressed, missing his wife who passed away seven years ago. So he hides himself inside the high walls of Doolittle Manor, a hermit with only his animals for company. So it's kind of like, like Iron Man but hiding. <laughs> <laughs> but when Queen Victoria becomes sick, she calls for Doolittle. Now the reluctant doctor must search for a cure that can only be found on a mythical island. It's like a hodgepodge. Honestly, when he's out on the voyage in the sea, it is like Pirates of the... They're trying to do a Pirates of the Caribbean meets a little bit of Alice in Wonderland. I mean, it's just like, it's a mess. Mm. Um, and here's the thing. This movie was actually done last year, but then Universal Pictures wanted to reshoot... Like three, took three months of reshoot. They rehired another. They hired another director just to complete the shoot, because they wanted it to be um, to be liked by the foreign audience. Apparently. So, so what do they add? To make it liked by the foreign audience. Whatever they added. Less American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It all doesn't make sense. It's and it's kinda of funny because Universal Pictures was also the studios the studio behind cats. <laughs> that is but but don't discount them because 1917 may win an Oscar. And hmm. that's also theirs. Right. Um, so the plot is as confused as the doctor. From Stephen, and this is from Stephen Gagan, the Oscar winning screenwriter of Traffic, and who also wrote Syriana, also nominated for an Oscar. How good Clearly, is Traffic, though? Right? Oh, my God. And I just God. saw Traffic yesterday. Did you really? Yeah. They were watching. I'm like, wait, is this Traffic? And I just, I just wow, stayed with it. So good. It is a great film. Now, cl but clearly he's not the director for this type of movie. And like Downey Jr., the cast is wasted. Oscar winners, Emma Thompson, Rami Malek, Octavia Spencer, Rail Fiennes, Marion Cotillard, all wasted. But to be fair, none of the previous versions have done justice to the source material. But this is perhaps the worst. This one is lifeless with a few sprinkles of good-natured but corny humor. Avoid this film and just wait for it on DVD. And for that, Doodle gets one and a half out of four talking animals kisses. You want to see a great movie where someone can talk to the animals. You Babe! Check out well, I was going to say Beastmaster with Eric, oh, Eric Singer. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that was one of the ones that was on like cable all the time. You know, we'll talk about Netflix in a little bit, but do you know that there's She-Ra on Netflix? No. She-Ra. Yeah. No. I heard that I was... Believe I know the theme song? <laughs> I have to confirm that, but I, but I was passing you know, my news feeds and I'm like, 
there's a Shira on Netflix. Wow, interesting. Right? All right, I'll check that out. I, I, um, yes. Wow. Although I, you know, I I love He Man. Of course, too. Master of the Universe. But he's He Man. But uh, Shira was great too. Uh. Yeah, she played by Tanya Roberts in the movie. I remember that from Charlie's Angels. That's right. <laughs> We're old. Uh, yeah, yes, we are. <laughs> no, let's, well, speaking of old, let's talk about Bad Boys for Life. Ah. The insurance. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> this is a much better offering than Doolittle. It's been 17 years since we last saw Will Smith and Martin Lawrence riding together and promising to die together. Well, it's all worth the wait. So this is the third of the Bad Boy series. Smith is Detective Mike Lowry and Lawrence is Detective Marcus Lard. Can say ass? Yeah, Lard ass. <laughs> Lard ass <laughs> Burnett. You whisper, you might as well just say right? You're going to get say- wet, you might as well go swimming, boy. <laughs> Can I say ass? <laughs> um, there's an assassination attempt on Lowry, so they decide to work together one last time to bring down a mysterious assassin that may uncover clues to Mike's past. Don't believe that one last time because the setup for the sequel... Uh, the end has the great setup for a sequel, and you know you're not going to wait 17 years again to see the movie. Um, but if the plot sounds cliche, you are absolutely right. But what do you expect? The film knows its audience and delivers. I also like that the characters from the past films are back, like Burnett's wife, uh, played by Theresa Randall, and their daughter, played by Bianca Bethune. Even Rita, played by Paula Nunez, Mike Lowry's ex, returns. She's now a lieutenant heading up the new high-tech unit. So this film... It's all about high techy and millennial stuff, just to make it kind of in the now. But my favorite is Joe Pantoliano as their long-suffering boss, Captain Howard. It was refreshing to see him again on the big screen. I love him in Bound. Have you seen the movie Bound? I have not. With Gina Gershon and is it about S and M and stuff? No, it's about uh, (laughs) they're two hot lesbians. (laughs) Ah, and Joe Pantoliano is a crazy, crazy scary. What year did that come out? So I can search for nineteen ninety seven. I got it. Okay, it's a great, great film. I it's one of the best LGBT movies ever made. Um, I know Pantoliano is still a working actor, but hasn't been in a big film in a while, so his trademark hysteria is truly missed. The one not returning and. Thank God for that is director Michael Bay. He's too big for a franchise like this one, apparently. But Belgian directors Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala are competent enough to create a sequel that stays true to the spirit of the franchise. Miami is still beautiful. Smith and Lawrence are still game, even though the cliches are still pouring. But I find myself enjoying the movie for what it is. A pure pyrotechnic nostalgia anchored by charismatic actors made specially for Bradley Ryan. Mm-hmm. And for that, Bad Boys for Life gets two and a half out of four. Not that bad kisses. I do love me some Will Smith. Um, oh, by the way, you want to hear something insane? I heard, heard a, um, a conspiracy theory of, about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Have you heard yeah. this one? It's supposed to be back? No, about how the whole the show, it's like he's, the, the whole premise of the show is that Will Smith, Will, uh, actually died in the altercation at the playground, on yeah. the playground. And that he goes off to heaven, and the cab driver is God, and he gets to Bel Air is actually heaven. Yeah. Um, and that's why like boys to men sings at heaven's gate, and then his parents coming to visit sp- uh, sporadically throughout the show is them visiting his grave. Like uh-huh. it's the whole thing is he's actually dead and in heaven, and he's in he- like. Who comes up with this crap? Well, I, I, I mean, I don't know, but I'm, I buy it. I mean, I, it's it, it was very It's kind of intriguing. And, uh, yeah. And here's another great one I, I found out about, not that this is a show about uh, TV shows, but about movies, but that um, the Flintstones, and I bust this out, my wife, when we were watching Flintstones, the Flintstones, yeah. the Flintstones actually The takes, cartoon. The, the 
Both of them. All of it. Flintstones. Okay. Yeah, the, the show Flintstones. The Hanna-Barbera, yeah. It actually takes place in the future, not oh. in prehistoric times. And it takes pl- place after a like, global thermonuclear war, like after Armageddon. Yeah. And the complete planet is just turned to rubble. And we rebuild as a society. Yeah. That's why we're prehistoric people, but we yeah. know about like garbage disposals and, and cars and like punching a time clock because mm. we've already had that knowledge, but we're rebuilding in the Stone Age. It's a dystopian future. Yes. All so, we need is just Jennifer Lawrence. And now we're actually, the, 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 <laughs> the, uh, the Flintstones actually takes place in the future. Now, the here's Jetsons where, here's takes where it gets place in the <laughs> No, the Jetsons is happening at the very same time, but in the clouds. Because when the war happens, all the rich people and advanced people go up into the clouds and build cloud cities. Yeah. And then the rest of us are stuck down here to, to be prehistoric <laughs> people. What? I just all of a sudden had a flash in the future. Like we're both old and you're telling me all this like <laughs> nonsense. And, I'm, and it actually <laughs> makes <nonsense>. sense. <laughs> but it's like something old people will do, right? Like, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Any, but it makes sense. Uh, no, I, I, I buy it. So, uh, any more movies? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we also have Tyler Perry, A Fall from Grace. Um, Tyler Perry joins Netflix for this mystery drama. And just like Bad Boys for Life, it's actually not that bad. The film is a cautionary tale. Be careful about the one you love. The central figure here is Grace, played by Crystal Fox. Lonely and depressed after divorcing from her husband, there's a good scene between her and her best friend, played by Queen Felicia Rashad, where they're musing about getting old and lonely. Claire Huxtable. Yes, Mommy Claire Huxtable. <laughs> so enter Maykad Brooks as Shannon, a young painter who falls madly in love with Grace. I spoke with the cast, um, but first we have Tyler Perry and Crystal Fox talking about older women having sex and enjoying herself on the big screen. It's fun to watch it with an audience. That's right. Mm-hmm. With, I'm, I'm like, like, wow, it's like immersive. Yeah. I know what got one of the best ones. What? Besides the twisty, mm-hmm. plot oh, yeah. twist and stuff. You having sex? <laughs> okay, it's the scene that I can't watch the most. I mean, I came up on the screen and I'm telling you, I went, I bent over and I literally was like, la 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 la. I mean, like, oh well, my you know, god. I think that reaction is because of what you just said in the in the last interview about a woman of age, of age. who is in her in her prime, having a good time and Absolutely. enjoying herself. So yeah. Well, people said that they they wanted me they wanted me to have sex, but not only did they see it, they were just like, oh, that's juicy yeah. and sexy and an older woman. So I like that. See. Wow, Claire Huxtable. Uh, no, get, that's 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 Grace. That's uh, oh oh yeah. okay. So. That's Crystal Fox who gotcha. plays Grace. Uh, yeah, but it's true. I mean, I was I watch it with a bunch of audience, and it was such fun. They were like hooting and like whoa, whoa, they love all the twists and turns. And when they saw her having sex, they're like whoa. <laughs> they all just they all went ballistics, and so yeah, the audience love it. And here's Queen Felicia Rashad, Claire Huxtable. Talking about audience participation. Well, first of all, the, the response, cultural. Yeah. Yes. You know, that's, that's call and response. That's cultural, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. The surprises, yeah. I think, draw yeah. that response yeah. out of people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Does she have sex in this one? <laughs> no, but her character is very in- intriguing on in this one. You 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 won't be able to predict it now. Like Bad Boys for Life, this one knows its audience, even though cliches abound. But I love Crystal and Felicia Rashad together. They light up the screen, and it's fun to watch this film. Like I said, with an audience. So start a viewing party, and for that, A Fall from Grace gets two and a half out of four. Stream it on Netflix now.
kisses. You know what Felicia Rashad was really good in? And the mm. mom in Creed. Yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah, she's a good actress. I mean, you know, she could act against Bill Cosby. Why? Oh, I was gonna say, why doesn't she work more? But she's married to uh, Ahmad Rashad, so she's got plenty of money. That guy's got NFL money. He's, right. He's a Hall of Fame. You don't know who that is. He's a Hall of Fame yeah. wide receiver. <laughs> you see my face. I'm like, he played. Uh, he played football for the NFL. Although it was in the '80s and '70s, so he might not have all that money anymore. But she's got that Cosby money still, so they're fine, right? Yeah. I don't have to worry about them anymore. Don't worry about her. No, she's fine. She's fine. She's awesome. I love her in person. Also, Tyler Perry. Say what you want about Tyler. Um, he's. You know what he told me? I haven't seen you in a while. So I, and I love that they know that he knows me or whatever. But really, I love that he actually pays attention. Interesting. And that's what I love about Tyler Perry. Mm. His movies are maybe not Oscar quality, but uh, but. They make money. They're, they make money, and yeah. he knows his his audience, and that's and he calls them the Tyler Perry audience, and it's true. He, he has a core audience. All right, I'll stop hating on Tyler Perry, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll move all my hate back over to Guy Fieri. <laughs> okay, why? Because I hate him. Why? Because I do. Because everyone does. Then, you know something? What is what is Guy Fieri actually really done to hurt anyone? I mean, like. He's like him and like Nickelback. Like, what's Nickelback ever really done right, to you? Nothing. nothing. Why do people hate Nickelback? Why do people hate Guy Fieri? People I get it. Nickelback. He wears his sunglasses on the back of his head. He wears wristbands and jewelry. I get it. He wears too many rings. I understand all this. Like, he just, he, I get it. But what did he really do to you? You know what I mean? Like, he didn't really well, do anything. That's my question to you. Why are you hating Guy Fieri? Because he's a jerk. Because <laughs> he's a stupid jerk face. Nickelback. No, I think one of I the don't, most. I don't hate, I don't hate. Um, Guy Fieri, I'm just jealous. No, I actually like Nickelback. I'm jealous of Guy Fieri because I feel like that should be my TV show. You just know, wandering around getting fat and eating at restaurants and being on TV and making jokes. Like, that's my job. You know, the band that gets a lot of hate, I think, is um, Creed. Oh. <laughs> Remember? Oh, yeah. I used to think they're just <laughs> Pearl, <laughs> they're like Pearl Jam Light. I thought they were Pearl Jam Light. Pearl Jam Whack, I would or say. Whack. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, Creed, for sure. Where are they now? Exactly. What's his name? Scott exactly. Stapp or something? Scott Stapp. Oh, my God. I, I actually remember his name. <laughs> you know why I remember his name? I think he did porn once. <laughs> You're thinking of Scott Staff. No, Staff. <laughs> but Scott Staff well, there's is a Scott amazing. Staff. There's a Scott Staff. <laughs> Is he on straight or gay porn? I think they do both. Scott Staff. <laughs> I was speaking of hate, by the way, real quick. I know there's a lot of people complaining about why J Lo is not nominated for an Oscar. Oh, that's right. She got uh, she got snubbed. Yeah, and um, and that was he was she was snubbed, and it's kind of surprising because um, in the beginning of the awards season, like about October, when Hustlers came out, he's mm. like, oh, best supporting actress, la 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 la, and at the end. She's not too. She's not good for the Oscars. So the award season is done for J Lo now. And really, honestly, if you watch Hustlers, the more revealing actors there is Constance Wu from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh. I mean, she was all prim and proper and me, me right? And right. All of a sudden, she's like bearing it all and doing the the dirty stuff and Hustlers, and it's kind of <laughs> yeah, it's kind of intriguing. I liked her better. Um, and speaking of Asians, so I'm, you I'm, think J Lo should shut her stinking mouth? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> For a while. Got it. Just like Lady Gaga. Look, where is she, where is she now? Uh, cashing checks on a boat. Right? Yeah. I mean, she's kind of laying she's laying out because the whole Star is Born last year was all like, boom. Mm. So it's, it. I get it. Um, Aquafina is not nominated for an Oscars, and that was kind of 
dumb, I think, in my humble opinion, with uh, Academy. She could have been the first Asian American actress to be nominated, uh, maybe win for a Best Actress for really? The Farewell. She's good in the movie, and I love the movie. Lucy Liu didn't get nominated for anything? Who, which one? Lucy Liu. Lu uh -uh. Really? For what? She was like hot for like a couple of years. She was like, she was, well, like she, the, was, she was she was like the it girl for a couple of years. She didn't get nominated for anything when she was on top like that? No. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Probably Emmys. Oh, um, and um, but I did like that that my Korean but the South Korean movie Parasite becomes the mm. first South Korean movie to be nominated for best foreign film and also best picture. It's awesome. Gotcha. So watch Parasite. Um, so those are my my hates and likes from the Academy. And of course, Greta Gerwig's uh, best female director was not. She was. There's no female director or, or or any ethnicity or minority in directing awards. We're gonna call this part of the show Manny's Umbrella because it's just nothing but shade. I shade, shade, shade. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Manny's big oak tree. <laughs> yes, but Monday, Monday, I was I, I at our station NBC Palm Springs. I like five o'clock in the morning. I was ranting and raving about the Academy Awards because it's my Super Bowl. Sure, you know. Um, You're not allowed to say Super Bowl though. Well, on podcasts we can. <laughs> I don't know. Can you? Well, if I can say ass on podcast, <laughs> can't I not say Super Bowl? The, the Super Bowl of ass. Yeah, I suppose you could say that. Super Bowl of ass. All right. <laughs> uh, you done? I'm done. And next week we'll talk about uh, Matthew McConaughey as the gentleman. All right, all right. And Guy Ritchie, so you may like it. I'm driving a Lincoln. You Lincoln. like Guy Ritchie, don't Flicking you? Flicking Snatch. And my Lincoln. Lock oh, I do love and, Guy Ritchie. Yeah. I liked him better when he was married to Madonna. Yeah, me too. And then when they divorce, it's kind of like... You took Madonna's side in the whole thing. I don't really don't care. All right. I don't. Really? Yeah. Then don't listen to Madonna anymore. Only watch no, 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 no. <laughs> don't say that. Nobody. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, everyone have a great weekend. You got a good box office and uh, some Netflix to watch. So uh, we'll That's talk right. to you next weekend. Next week. Talk to you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye.